Welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where I talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines, also known as the Commish, and I am your host. Happy Hump Day! Yeah, it's March 3rd, March 3rd. And on we roll with the Fantasy Blink. I was going to talk some hockey this morning, going to give a quick rundown on, uh, on the league, where we're at. I know I fell a little farther behind J-Lev last night. Went to go check it, and here is what my phone said as I clicked on the Fantrax app. Service unavailable. Imagine that. Fantrax not working properly. Unavailable. Never would have thunk it. <clears throat> so there's your hockey breakdown for the day. Non-existent. Thank you, Fantrax, for nothing dive right into baseball then we'll just jump right into yesterday's action in the mi- in the minor leagues no feels like the minor leagues no it's actually the preseason spring training kike hernandez with the dinger starts off his spring training with the red Sox, putting one out of the park rafael devers does the same we got a quick look at casey mize yesterday uh young pitcher for the detroit tigers We've all been waiting for him to roll on up and get a shot. We'll see if he can hang in the rotation this year with said Detroit Tigers. Two innings pitched, zero hits, zero runs. He did walk three guys, but he also struck three guys out, so not a bad little debut for Mr. Mize. Ian Anderson was uh, not quite as sharp. Uh, Okay for uh, the Atlanta Braves. Two innings pitched. He He gave up three hits. No runs, gave up a walk and had a couple strikeouts. Uh, Pedro Lopez uh, for the Miami Marlins, two innings pitched, two runs, zero, or two hits, zero runs, and a strikeout. Adam Wainwright uh, made his debut yesterday, two innings pitched, zero hits, zero runs, and a strikeout. Look at this, Adley Rushman, the famed Oregon State catcher. Got in the game yesterday. Uh, he was 0 for 1 with a walk. So I'm not sure if he uh, got on the field on defense or just came in to hit or uh, didn't see the details on that one. But good to see Adley getting a shot there, getting a little action. I don't know if he's going <clears> to <throat> have enough to make it up with the big club early on in the season this year, but uh, hopefully we'll see him before the end of the year. Yuli Guriel Jr. with a yark yesterday. He knocked one out of the park. Zach Wheeler pitched for the Phillies yesterday, made his debut. Two innings pitched, one hit, zero runs, two walks, two strikeouts. Uh, Marcus Stroman looked good for the Mets yesterday. Two innings pitched, zero hits, zero runs, and two strikeouts. Right, uh, Framber Valdez for the, for the Astros. Uh, two innings pitched, gave up a bomb. Uh, so he goes one hit, one run, and uh, two strikeouts, walked a guy. Jacob Junis looked pretty good for the uh, Kansas City Royals. Two innings pitched, one hit, no runs, three strikeouts. Andrew Vaughn debuting up there for the White Sox. He, uh, he, had, a, he had a yak. He knocked one out of the park. Uh, Jose Abreu was, goes two for three. Uh, Giolito pitches in that one. For the White Sox, two innings pitched, one hit, one run, one walk, and four strikeouts. 
for him. How about <laughs> we pick up right where we left off, right, with, uh, you know, the Padres, yeah, Grand Slams, all those. You know what I'm talking about. Tatis Jr. goes hard yesterday. He went two for two, four RBIs. He had a Grand Slam, and he walked as well. So he got quite a few at-bats in there, got three, three at-bats. So, uh, yeah. Slam Diego Padres are back, just like uh, they left off last year. Jared Klinik made it on the field yesterday, 0 for 2. Uh, Dodger game, Walker Bueller makes his debut, pretty solid. Two innings pitched, one hit, no runs with a strikeout. Dustin May followed him up. Uh, pretty similar line, two innings pitched, one hit, zero runs, one walk, and two strikeouts. And Mookie, Mookie uh, gets his first hit of spring training with a double so that was your baseball news yesterday keeping you up to date on spring training what's happening each and every day i'll keep an eye out uh let you know who's pitching who's hitting uh, it's kind of tricky to follow these things because some of the games <laughs> they they're they're throwing in about 35 guys uh in in their lineup to get a chance to hit and uh and some of the games still end up one-to-one or zero-to-zero. I think we had a zero-to-zero yesterday and a one-to-one. And some games go five innings. Some games go seven innings. I think some games are going nine innings. It's hard to follow exactly what their plan is here. But, uh, yeah. On to the NFL. Let's talk franchise tags, right? This is going to be settled here in the next week because March 9th, uh, the teams had from February 23rd till March 9th to designate their franchise tagged players right there's kind of different classifications of these transitional this and that we won't get into that but here just a quick rundown and these aren't exact figures because uh i i wrote all these numbers down and then then you read the news and you you hear a different number for a different guy here's what he would be tagged as right so obviously these are just uh average or estimated uh franchise tags right so if you're a cornerback a cornerback in the NFL, and you are franchise tagged, you will be due to make $14.89 million. Defensive ends are 15.8, right? Defensive tackles, 13.7. Linebackers with the franchise tag will make 14.6. An offensive lineman will make 13.6. Uh, Young Way Koo, uh, note to you if, uh, <laughs> if Atlanta ends up franchising him. Uh, punters and kickers. 4.4. This is perfect. That's very fitting that a uh, punter kicker franchise would be 4.4 because that's uh, only about 3.4 more than they should be making. Quarterbacks, and this one, this is the one that has a lot of discrepancy to it, right? Because it says quarterback uh, franchise tag would be 24.8 million. Uh, I, I'm assuming, you know, because Dak made like 31 last year as a franchise tag, but I'm assuming they're they're making an estimation on what the new salary cap will be, which we'll find out here, uh, you know, in a month or two, what the new salary cap numbers will be. And they're estimating that there's going to drop a little bit. <clears throat> uh, running backs, uh, a franchised running back will make $8.5 million a safety will make 10.5 tight ends will make 9.4 million and a wide receiver who is franchised kenny galladay uh, we got uh, robinson allen robinson or chris godwin any of those guys possible franchise tags 15.8 million dollars 
to play for a year. That's one year. <clears throat> one year deal. Uh, news out of Miami. Kyle Van Noy will be released. The 29-year-old Kyle Van Noy just signed a four-year, $51 million deal with the Dolphins last year. It was a little dinged up. Didn't get in a full season. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the Dolphins were thinking, other than that they will save $9.7 million against the cap uh, with that release. So a uh, li- little surprising, right? They uh, were able to sign him out of New England and get him away from the from Team Patriots and only really used him for a year, and uh, off he goes. So we'll see. Maybe they want to restructure it or something. or I don't know. He didn't seem very happy about it. He seemed a little surprised, kind of came out of nowhere. So hasn't happened yet, but is due to happen. So, again, just like the uh, Alex Smith news yesterday, uh, apparently they can announce this, but they're not going to officially do it. Maybe there's a certain time they have to do it. Maybe it's after the March 9th franchise tag thing. I don't know. Uh, Kyle Rudolph also released after 10 years with the Minnesota Vikings. I know he was going to cost them quite a bit. Uh, and Irv Smith kind of is the up-and-coming guy. They don't use the tight end there a ton anyway. Uh, so that wasn't a huge surprise. There had been talk that uh, he would be released because he just signed a, like a two-year extension last year, and uh, so that'll save Minnesota a bunch of money. And uh, you know, see if he wants to keep going, catch on somewhere else. I know he was a huge part of the community up there, or is a huge part of the community up there in, in Minnesota. So uh, he may want to hang around, make a new deal, or might just wrap it up, turn into a, an analyst or something. Yes, day 44, Squatch, where are you? <clears throat> we're, uh, we're still waiting, waiting to hear from Squatch. Uh, I missed a trade yesterday. My apologies. My apologies, Chef Julia, my home fries. Skipped right over it. Gave you a, a silly hockey trade yesterday, but skipped right over this big one, right? This was a big one and kind of caught us all by surprise. We weren't expecting to see this one drop, and boom, just like that, there it is. Justin Herbert going from Mahomes Fries over to Shefajuia, who is in desperate, desperate need of a quarterback. So it was a very good move for Shefajuia, right? Filled that hole that uh, he definitely was going to have in his roster, right? He, I think he's depending on Drew Brees maybe to come back, uh, Gardner Minshew to be able to play somewhere, and Ben Roethlisberger to uh, rebound from what was kind of a crappy year. and uh, Essentially, the writing's on the wall. You're going to get maybe one more year out of Roethlisberger. Uh, might get a surprise year out of Drew Brees. I don't know. We still have not heard anything from Drew Brees about retiring. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that New Orleans would like to know, being that they're already uh, you know, $60 million or so above the cap and uh, Drew Brees is a big part of that. Uh, you would think that they would want a decision at some point clearing that up. I don't know. So in this deal, though, uh, Herbert goes over to Sheffajuia in exchange for Robert Woods, the number nine and number ten picks in this year's rookie draft, number nine and number ten. So Mahomes Fries gets Robert Woods, the number nine and the number ten, and he gives up Justin Herbert. Now, uh, Home Fries already has Josh Allen at at quarterback, right? So he will need to uh, scramble around, probably make a deal with Soldiers for a, for a backup quarterback. Obviously, you're not going to need uh, two guys. Herbert was probably going to end up sitting on his bench a lot 
when you've got Josh Allen going, you're probably not going to play Herbert over him too often. But so it makes great sense uh, from home fries. Really good deal, I think, on both sides. One of those rare trades where you walk away and say, wow. Both guys got exactly what they needed, right? Because Mahomes Fries needs to get younger, needs to get more talent on his team. That number nine, number ten will do that. Another another solid wide receiver with a new quarterback out there in L.A. and Robert Woods. Uh, so good deal all around. Nice work, guys. Way to pull that off. All right, so we talked the franchise tags. Now let's talk, that, and that's tied directly to the salary cap and all that. So the NFL right now, uh, they're not – releasing the salary cap until they get these tv deals done right did a little research on these tv deals yesterday right so they're currently cbs nbc fox espn amazon all right those guys are all paying you know pretty close to one billion dollars uh a year for their current television deals right these and these are about to expire and ESPN kind of has taken a little harder line. They're not very happy about the matchups they get on Monday night. They want, they, they really want um, access to the highlights. They want access to some of the streaming rights and things like that. So they're more interested in that. But they were not interested in paying what the NFL was asking, which was to more than double uh, that one billion per season contract uh, like i think they were asking like 2.25 billion and i think fox cbs and nbc are going to fall in there somewhere uh just over like 2.1 billion or somewhere in there espn is going to be a little less than 2 billion amazon i'm not sure exactly what theirs is for the thursday night and some of the streaming rights and so there's going to be a little bit less uh we're looking at a seven anywhere from a seven to ten year deal on this one uh, big big time dollars um involved so one thing that i was a little concerned about right that amazon didn't make a bigger push because as maximus uh liked to talk about he would like to see amazon get total control of this uh, uh of the nfl and the rights to be able to broadcast this uh, so we could actually all watch them at a reasonable price rather than paying uh, direct tv's exorbitant four hundred dollars a year or whatever per season uh, to watch all the games so um so amazon not getting a little more control in this uh is a little worrisome but did a little more research the direct tv deal is up in 2022 right so we've got one more year of what is probably the exclusive rights to the nfl sunday ticket and that will and roger goodell has already said publicly that they are possibly looking to go in a little different direction in terms of how they want to uh, provide their product uh, to the people and hopefully amazon is a big part of that and espn is a big part of that and the streaming side right where we can get away where you can buy what you know one game Right? I want to. I want to watch this game. I'll pay four dollars to watch my team on this day, where you can customize it. Or I can watch uh, these three games in the morning and these two games in the afternoon. Right? Aside from aside from my uh, nationally uh, broadcasted CBS game or my Fox game in the afternoons. Right? Obviously, Sunday night's always going to be national on NBC. Monday night's always going to be national on ESPN and thursday night whatever you know nfl network seems to 
to work with Amazon on that and they find a way to get it to you uh, one way or the other. So it will be interesting to see as this deal comes to an end and, and, and just looking up uh, research on this, the, 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 the NFL Sunday ticket has been challenged uh, legally for years, right? Whether it, be, whether, whether it was fans that were suing them, whether it was uh, other television networks that were suing them, everybody was always uh, convinced that this was uh, a monopoly of sorts, right, that, that uh, DirecTV was holding over this and they've, you know, challenged it in court and all it, nothing's ever been resolved. It just keeps getting pushed back year after year after year and nobody ever really uh, makes any decisions on it. So hopefully uh, DirecTV will finally lose their stronghold on the rights to uh, this NFL Sunday ticket and we can actually... Um, watch games when we want to watch them wh on whatever device we want to watch them uh, we can watch one game we can watch three games we can watch five games we can watch all the games depending on what you what your needs are and you know in, in my life uh, I find that if I were to pay four hundred five hundred dollars for the NFL Sunday ticket uh, I, I watch a lot more football after like the middle of October than I do at the beginning of the season, right? Because September is like the best weather month in, in <laughs> where I live uh, out of the whole year, right? And things happen on Sunday that uh, drag me away from the TV a little bit. And so I'm actually paying for I would be paying for something that I'm not really going to use until later in the season. How great would it be to be able to just... Um, you know, watch the game I want to watch. I'll, hey, I'll pay. I'll pay you five bucks to to watch this game uh, when I want to watch it. Uh, not be charged for all the games that I'm not going to watch. Uh, especially the exorbitant price. I don't mind paying a hundred bucks to MLB to watch. You know, to watch any game I want to watch out of uh, uh, you know six thousand games. It's a little different with baseball, right? Where it's running every single day, and you have you know. 10, 12, 15 games a day, same with hockey, right? You're paying about the same same lower rate for that in, in NBA. You get you get a lot more bang for your buck um, than you do, I feel, with the NFL. Uh, and that's only because they've been allowed to do it, and they've made a ton of money off of it. So hopefully that is coming to an end. All right, that's going to wrap up a Wednesday, a hump day here in the Fantasy Blink and uh, hopefully enjoy the show. Got some good information here, and we'll see you tomorrow over and out.